0: Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence podcast. My name is Amber, and today I want to talk to you about dating turbulence. In addition to that, if you haven't already scheduled a free little 15-minute call with me, those those are just a really fun way for us to connect, and you can ask me any dating question, and I answer it within 15 minutes, and I give you just a little insight or action step for you to move forward with whatever dating challenge you're experiencing. So if you would like to schedule one of those calls, the link for that is in the bio of my Instagram. And my Instagram is Amber Grubenman, which is just my first and last name. Lastly, in September, I'm starting my group and one-on-one coaching hybrid program. And we will be a small community of women who are working on topics such as dating anxiety, overthinking, vulnerability, connecting deeply with men, creating attraction without playing games, navigating all of the tricky situations, learning how to communicate without scaring people away, creating more dates, online dating. So we will be covering all of that in September and the first spots already started to fill up. So if you want to learn more about that, then I invite you to schedule a consultation with the link below in the show notes. Okay, so let's talk about dating turbulence. So This came up a few months ago when I was working with a client on dating anxiety and she was in a dating anxiety spiral and she sent me a message so I just decided to call her and what I shared with her is that when we are dating somebody, it doesn't matter who you are, how many podcasts you listen to, how many books you read, dating is never seamless. There is always humanness that makes its way (laughs) in their surprise human connection. And when two complete strangers or just two humans come together in such an intimate way, then thoughts and feelings get triggered for people. And this happens more so in the beginning of a connection, meaning the first few months of dating, going to exclusive, and the first few weeks or months after being exclusive, Um, it's just more natural for all of those triggers to come up and for us to experience more than the usual dating anxiety. And the way that I describe this to her is that it's kind of like when a plane is taking off. And when a plane is taking off, it's kind of shaky and you're moving around a lot, like it's getting into position and you have to keep your seatbelt on. And I'm a nervous flyer or At least I used to be, and sometimes it still comes up. And I remember that whenever there was turbulence in the plane, the most helpful thing for me was looking at the flight attendant. Because when you look at the flight attendant who's so used to it and is like, oh, this is normal, this is totally okay, totally part of the process, and her face is just so relaxed and she's just walking around like nothing's going on and you're thinking you're going to die, then it calms you. And you're like, okay. Okay. Like, it's going to be okay. I've also had the opposite experience where the flight attendant wasn't calm. I was like, oh my God, we're going to die. But anyways, I was sharing with this client that in the early stages of dating, it's really helpful for both you and the person that you're dating to kind of maintain that calm energy of the flight attendant. And maintaining a perspective even throughout the turbulence of this is uncomfortable and it's totally normal and expected and we don't need to freak out or run away or blame the other person or like jump out of the plane (laughs) just because there's some turbulence. The other piece that's really important to understand when there is that dating turbulence is that, first of all, turbulence is a part of all flights and all Dating relationships. So there's more in the beginning, and then once you get out up in the air, the seatbelt sign turns off and you can kind of chill. (laughs) And there's still going to be some turbulence, and the captain notifies you, and you return to your seat and you just stick it out. And it's just expected and part of the process. And it does get better though. So if you can kind of stick out that phase in the beginning, then it does get easier once you two get to know each other and you learn about each other and you learn how to relate to each other and communicate with each other so that's one big piece of it the other piece that i want to talk about today is allowing the connection to be tested so in my dating anxiety course my online course which is a part of the coaching program there are different lessons about dating anxiety One of them is called Allowing the Connection to be Tested, and it's such an important concept. So, when we are dating somebody and we really like them and we're really appreciating the connection that we have with someone, we often try to protect that connection at all costs, and we try to not have any challenges or any triggers or any turbulence, because we value it and we don't want it to break or fall apart. And by the way, in more practical terms, what that means is you don't want to rock the boat. So you won't speak up. You won't be vulnerable. You won't share how you feel. You won't tell someone you like them. You'll try to close the amount of space so that you're always together and there's more certainty. And it's all about getting as much certainty as possible and as little friction or uncertainty as possible. And so the problem with this long term is that you never get out of the takeoff mode of the relationship. So I've seen this with clients where they avoided any and all conflict, turbulence, crucial conversations, and vulnerability. And then the relationship lasts for a few months. So maybe they're like A year into the relationship, six months into the relationship, but they're still as anxious as the first week because they still don't know what their relationship is made of. They still don't have that trust or that feeling of resiliency in the relationship because the relationship hasn't been through anything. And so the more that you can embrace that turbulence early on and allow your relationship to be tested by various circumstances. And that's really important. It's not you like giving your relationship challenges on purpose. <laughs> it's more just natural challenges that come up and facing them head on instead of avoiding them. Um, so the more that you can do that, the more trust you will build in your relationship and the more you'll see that it's stable and something that you can relax into. And then once you're in the air, take off that seatbelt sign. So I want to share a story with you for the last bit of this episode. And I don't usually share stories, but anyways, I feel like it's um, a good example of this. So many years ago, I was in a new relationship and he invited me to london for a friend reunion with a bunch of people that he knew like 20 people that he was friends with and worked with and i was like yeah that sounds great that sounds really exciting and we went there and there was an event where we were going to go to a club and so i'm not a clubber in general and also, it was the dead of winter, so I had only brought boots, winter coat, jeans, that kind of thing. Meanwhile, all of the girls who were part of the group, they had like nice dresses, and everybody was going to wear heels, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to look so stupid in my winter clunky boots going to this party. And so I went shopping with some of the girls, and we went to Primark, and that was the first time I ever went to Primark. I didn't know what that store was. It's basically a super cheap store in England, but it has some good, like little things. Anyways, I found some heels there. I just tried on a pair. I was like, yeah, I guess these fit. They look nice. And I couldn't really walk in them because they had the elastic. So I was like, yeah, I think these fit. They feel okay. And I hardly tried them on. So we got ready. We went to the club. And I got out of the cab and I walked like four feet. (laughs) I was like, oh no, I can't do this. I'm just in general, like not somebody who owns heels or can walk in heels. But I could make it work sometimes if I really had to. But with those heels, I like instantly had like wobbly legs, could not find my footing. It was terrible. And I gripped really hard. On my boyfriend, like, for stability. We get into the club, and it's all right. Re- like, I only walked 20 feet at this point. My feet hurt so badly, and I remember I was walking up these steps, like gripping the railing. And I turned around to one of those new girls that I met, and I was like, oh my gosh, these heels are terrible. They're so unstable. They hurt so much. Like, I don't know what's wrong with these heels. And she looked at me and she said, honey, it's not the heels. It's you. (laughs) And I just like turned back around. Like, I just want to get out of here. And 20 minutes into the party, I was dying. And I got to my boyfriend and I was like, listen, I'm so sorry, but I can't, like, there's nowhere to sit in here. I'm in so much pain. I can't walk two steps and we need to get out of here. And he was like, seriously? I was like, yes, I'm so sorry. And he was like, okay, we got out of the club and we started walking in the dead of winter. I had to take off the heels, get on his back and, um, this was in actually in Manchester and then we were walking through and trying to find our way back to this random place that we were seeing. And it was so funny cause he was holding the heels and he found a dumpster and he like smashed them in the dumpster. He's like, just so mad at the heels. I was like, no, my heels, <laughs> they're so cute. Um, I don't know what I thought I was going to do with those heels. Just keep them on my shelf or something. And I just started crying because I felt so embarrassed. This was early on in our relationship. This was my first impression with all of his cool friends. And they're going to think I'm such a party pooper. I'm going to be that girlfriend who you can't take anywhere and makes her boyfriend leave early. And he's going to think he can't live life with me. And I'm not the cool girlfriend. And I'm can't walk in heels and that's not attractive. And we got to the apartment that we were going to so that I could get actual shoes and boots. And we were locked out. And I was just sobbing, crying, so humiliated, so sorry, so worried that he was going to break up with me because of how I ruined his entire vacation and chance to reunite with friends he hadn't seen in years. I know it sounds really dramatic now, but at the time. And I remember also, to make matters worse, trying to fit in with the girls. I was wearing fake lashes, and I was crying so hard they were falling off my face. So I had, like, half lashes, like, fluttering around my eyes, bloodshot eyes, crying, snot, everything. And we were just sitting on the floor in this hallway. And... I remember genuinely asking him, I'm like, are we going to make it through this? (laughs) And I asked something along those lines, like, are you going to break up with me? Like, I really, I, looking back, like, I feel like, of course, I would handle it so differently now, but I just felt like he was also upset and like annoyed over the situation, not with me, but just in general, like it was very inconvenient. And I remember he looked at me and he was like, no, I love you. Do you know what that means? And I looked at him and I truly didn't like, I mean, we had said, I love you many times. Um, it was the first few months of our relationship and maybe it had been like about four or five months. And we said, I love you in the first month. But I didn't truly know until that moment. Like, in some ways I knew he loved me and, and he showed it in so many ways. But I didn't like really know it or trust it on such a deep level until I was crying off my fake eyelashes and sobbing in the hallway of some random building. And so, anyways, my point with that is after, okay, actually, I'll just finish the story. After that, we finally got into the place. I got boots, we got some street food, and we sat on this rock and like hung out and talked and had fun together. And then we joined the party again. And because of that challenge, because of that turbulence in our relationship, there was a deeper level of trust and certainty and safety that I felt afterwards. Because if you never have any turbulence, you never have any sort of challenge in your relationship, then you don't really know what the relationship is made of. And anytime any sort of challenge comes up, you're still scared. And if you do have challenges and you have the courage to face them one by one with the person and courage means some people are not willing to stick out those challenges. Some people are not able to navigate those things with you, but some people are. And when we have the courage to stick it out with those people, then we develop a deeper sense of trust and love with those people. So whatever turbulence you're experiencing now with whomever you're dating, first of all, if it does cause that plane to crash just when it's taking off then it wasn't built for it and that's just the truth and not everybody that you connect with will be a person that you have that type of bond with and that type of ability to withstand the challenges with and the turbulence and if it does and you make it through and you reset Stabilize after the turbulence then that is necessary for you to create that stability in the relationship the safety and eventually get to the part where you do feel more secure in the connection but it doesn't come from avoiding the challenges and the turbulence all right everybody thank you so much for listening today if you want to connect i will meet you on instagram and you can schedule a free 15 minute session with me. And if you're interested in learning more about the program, the program, the four month group coaching program, (laughs) I don't know why I just said program so many times. Um, there will be a link in the show notes to schedule a free consultation with me. And I hope to see you on the next episode and you're awesome and have a great day. Bye.